Guys, we are almost ready for Coffee Talk. Hey, guys. Good to be here. This is quite the setup. This is actually really cool. <laughs> Lights, right. camera, action. Lights, camera, action. And the and coffee is Ever since Exodus 90, it's like black is the best, honestly. <laughs> you know, my. I, on occasion, I like a night. You know, not for the sake of just dilute, because I'll drink coffee black all day long. But sometimes you get a nice cream that really breaks up the monotony of. Hmm. Sometimes I'll be like eating sugar or something and it hurts. But, you know, then again, sometimes I just keep eating ever since Easter. There's been a lot of Easter candy coming through the church. It's been um, a little overwhelming. I mean, there's so much. You can't keep up. It's great. By the way, I dropped off the, um, the sponge candy over there. Oh, it's time. It's time. There we go. There we go. Hey, welcome to Coffee Talk, everybody. We're, uh, we're chatting here today with... Michael Sagan, which is going to be awesome. We're going to kill the sound. And um, we're going to be talking about life. We're going to be talking about some music. We're going to be talking about some awesome projects that he is going on right now in the fire. Uh, so thanks for tuning in. We'll be taking questions the whole live long day. So, or at least as long as we're tuned in here. So fire them off. You got questions for, for Mike. We're going to be talking about all this stuff. So. Don't be shy. Baptism by fire. Baptism <laughs> by fire. And he's also drinking from the monkey mug today. It's a special mug. There's like a little coffee stain right here. It looks like a tear. <laughs> That's cool. It's pretty cool. So, like, you've been a part of the St. Greg's team here for how many months now? Since August 18th. Yeah. Somewhere there. How has it been? It's been, uh, time has flown by. But uh, there's been a lot that's happened <laughs> in those, what is it, eight months or so. Mm -hmm. So super cool. Super yeah. cool. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Well, dude, you've been doing, you've been doing a lot. Not even just on the music scene, but behind the scenes with a lot of the tech. You know, so you take a look at this whole, actually, you can't really see it right now, but we've got a music set up back here. Um, and Mike just has such a good vision for how to put all of it together and on top of that how to live stream it because when we were doing when we were just getting started through this whole quarantine i mean you brought obs into the picture you started really putting a lot of meat on the bones of what our capabilities are you know and my first thought was like oh man are we just gonna have to have like an instagram live where we're just walking around with a camera you know and just trying to go from one piece to another but the way that you were able to tie in multiple cameras um, through this program called OBS, which really uh, gives a lot of capability to what live streaming can be, you know. So I mean, you, you brought a lot to the table to that. And right. I mean, if you can envision it, then you can do it because you have to keep the big picture in mind with something like this because there's a lot that needs to work together. And I mean, even Nicole will tell you there was. You can have the equipment and that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be able to pull it off so but uh um, yeah but to be able to pull, to do something like something like this from start to finish the different connections necessary like there are even some stories like in the church in the sacristy uh routing the audio from the music area to the sacristy which you would think is a simple thing but honestly like joe tokes and i we were like indiana jones <laughs> Because we were going through the crypt of the church and all that, and there are these tunnels, and they're they're going all over the place. And um, there's this one point where we reached this vent, which was about yay big, and as there are these two iron bars that go across it, so you can't crawl through it. And 15 feet over there is where you actually have to get to the vent. So uh, what we ended up doing was use some brain power. And uh, so on the one end, Joe Tokes was at the top, and uh, four feet down, he was kind of fishing for. Uh, a hook that that um because that wire isn't just going to feed down the tunnel and so uh, we found four 
about four dowels or so and tape them together and tried to push that line down across the 20 foot pipe and then finally able to fish it up. So we were pretty, uh, pretty smudged up after that. Lots of <laughs> dust and uh, lots of, uh, so many stories coming out of this. It's kind of fun. <laughs> And that was right before Holy Week, where, you know, you make promises to people. We're going to get this YouTube live working and you do what you got to do to make it happen, you know? <laughs> and it happened. I mean, Holy Week was awesome. It, know, it It looked really good. I don't know if you guys have tuned in for the masses at all, but they, they've looked really good on YouTube live. I mean, the cameras, the angles, it just looks sharp, as opposed to the live, the live feed on the website which is always usually very pixelated. Granted, it's probably dealing with a lot more um, traffic, I would assume. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you don't have that same type of switch and audio clarity that you do on, on YouTube with those things. So, right. so that is pretty cool. I mean, part of it was like in high school, I started kind of doing that for the first time. I, um, I built my own drone. And mm. so I was learning FPV and all that first person view. So I made my first airplane. And uh, I, I managed to, to stick a camera on there with a 200 milliwatt transmitter on there. And so I was learning all this type of stuff about, um, you know, not only transmitting video and all of that. Um, but I built, I, I mean, I built the airplane too. It was my first one. It was this beast. It was so heavy. So when I finally got it up in the air, it was like a tank up there in the air. And uh, I remember I was like, I started getting comfortable enough flying it where I actually tried to actually look on my screen to fly and so I was looking at the little monitor and I just remember a little ways into it the wing snapped and then I just see it tumble down into the ground but uh that was kind of like the first gateway into like uh you know video transmission and all that and, yeah. and that actually helps with this too because you have the different types of antennas and anyway that's that's all whatever oh that's awesome <laughs> yeah my little brothers like are doing are really getting into all of that too like quadcopters racing drones it's really fun there's a cool image for Fiat where um, up on the videos you have drone footage of uh, the front of the church. Yeah. Kind of rise up. Dude, it's awesome. It was a super <laughs> nice day. I mean, that was one of the first things I did coming in. It's like, this is going to come in handy at some point. Mm -hmm. And it was a beautiful fall day. The, the colors on the trees were so vibrantly orange. And uh, that was nice to be able to, to do. Yeah. Mm. Drones are cool. So on the music side, uh, you, you've been doing a lot of stuff here, but way even before that, you wrote a musical, right? Mm -hmm. The Fatima Musical. Yeah. Why did you write a musical? Like, What got you inspired to do a musical? Well, the Fatima message in particular was, was always very close uh, growing up, particularly because of the Morningstar Family Holy Hour Ministry. Uh, so praying the Rosary and Eucharistic Adoration, that whole theme of that Our Lady gives of Rosary and Adoration. Um, but, uh, with the musical, um, I mean, I kind of grew up with musicals, especially, you know, participating in the quiet waters, rosary musicals. And so, uh, but the, the Fatima message in particular, in one way that message can, depending on who tells it, can kind of turn you off. Honestly, at least that's how I always felt. Like sometimes you hear about Fatima, it just becomes this distant thing. But if you really dig into the story of the kids and their experience, like you read Lucia's memoirs, there's that is a super special book to read. And so um, the musical, I think, captures it, at least to the best of my ability, is like that first person view that, you know, those three children experienced. So and, and you know, words don't just just tell that enough, but, you know, the, the music and how did, how did they feel during that? So that was a long project. I mean, some of the songs were I wrote when I was 13 kind of already with that in view um and they're in there they're in there somewhere that's pretty cool you know before i even met you um julianne and Teresa would talk about the fatima musical hmm. and so we, we we've been kicking it around for a while it's probably Teresa's on here yeah hey <laughs> Teresa, what's up everybody um of bringing the musical here have you thought about doing the musical here? I kind of have, but there's a lot that needs to happen first. <laughs> oh. Lots of wires that need to be connected. Because at the same time, you know, we have done the musical. Um, and we did, I think we pulled it off really, really well for, for what we had. 
Like um, we even brought in um, uh, what was the day seven? No, not day seven. The one studio, the Diaso studio. Well, anyway, we had the professional film crew come in. Daybreak. Daybreak. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Daybreak. <clears throat> that was like one of the last things they actually filmed before they kind of closed up shop. Wow. So um, but yeah, I mean, if we're gonna do it again, we would need maybe a full orchestra and all of that. I mean, there's a. <laughs> I can only think of you only got to go up, you know. That's kind of my drawback. I think a little bit too big. <laughs> well, I mean, we're on the stage. We're on the stage. Know? We got people. We got kids who play instruments. I mean, you even have a clackenspiel, Greg. <laughs> you know. Huh. Uh, I don't know. I think we got talent. What What do you guys think? What are your thoughts? Let's see what we got here. Yeah, musicals are a big project. It's not something you just throw around and say, oh, let's do this one year. <laughs> it's, it, it climaxes, you know? It's, it's a huge buildup and then finally happens and it's like, wow, that actually happened. I don't know how it happened, but it did. <laughs> mm. Mm. Musicals, mm. music. What's your biggest musical influence? Influence? Like, what do I li like to listen to? Sure. What inspires me? All I've ever listened to is the, the Christian rock or the Catholic stuff. I love that. But, um, uh, I mean, growing up was always just practicing instruments and especially digging into the, the piano, classical music. And uh, so it was straight from classical piano. And then when I was about 17, only then did I really start breaking off, trying to improvise a little bit. And a lot of like the techniques and stuff, just like learned how to implement those into playing piano for, for praise and worship and stuff. And it's an interesting combination, but I think it's, it's cool. So, because we've got, you know, teens and youth that are, are following into them. So you guys started when you were young and you, you followed through, you practiced, you practiced, you practiced. Um, and then you really started giving back with praise and worship. But were you playing in the church before that, or was it something that you kind of did at home? Or was it just through lessons? When did you start giving that skill back? I mean, there was the occasional um, whatever little concert or something, but then I played for youth group a lot mm. back at St. Mary's in Olean, Basilica down there. Uh, so sometimes play for, for the monthly you know, youth mass or... Um, hmm. Or I'd always play with, you know, my older brother because he started going to Steubenville. And that was really an inspiration for, you know, uh, music and the liturgy. So, yeah. So you started playing for youth group. And then you went to Steubenville. Yeah. Well, okay. Right before that, there was a big thing. Um, senior year of high school, um, I, I got to... to um, uh, I went to, I, I practiced for a Kostushko piano competition, international piano competition in New York City. Um, so that was, uh, it was honestly, you know, that was, that was a, maybe I shouldn't have been there, you know, considering the other competitors that were there. Um, but I learned the repertoire and, uh, and uh, I didn't win. Actually, I kind of failed miserably, but that was, that was a super cool experience even just at, having practiced for it and come prepared and it was cool judges were pretty miserable but that's that's okay <laughs> that's when i learned that i didn't want to go in that direction like that type of um you know classical piano and all that because for a while i was thinking oh like how cool would it be to go to juilliard or something and actually like study there mm -hmm. because you know to go to a place like juilliard or something um you know if you're accepted, then you don't have to pay for it. And so, but after that competition and seeing the judges and some of them, you know, were teaching there is like, that's not the, that's not why I did, that's not why I wanted to get into music or that's not very life-giving for me, you know? Mm. And so, yeah, I went to Steubenville after that. And uh, yeah. So, but you did a lot at Steubenville. I mean, aside from your studies, you did a lot of music and time mm -hmm. there, right? Yeah. Um, all four years, yeah, I was involved in the in the in the music ministry, which is so cool there. Um, and then junior year, I was able to lead a group, and then senior year is finally able. To, well, a student head of liturgical music there, so uh, 
little bit of responsibility with that, but I learned a lot and you're able to give back a lot too. Were you part of the festivals of praise or the youth conferences? Uh, no, those are separate. Oh, okay. They have their own teams for that. Yeah, but I played for the field houses and Easter, some of these big masses. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I think we, we hit something here. The ladies are chatting it up. <laughs> Mayor Florence, uh, we could get together a bunch of SGYM people that play instruments and form an orchestra, record like the music of the songs, and then act in it too. I definitely want to do it. That's awesome. I do stage crew for my school. A lot of the time for shows, um, orchestral music is pre-recorded. Oh, mm -hmm. see. I think we hit something here. <laughs> All right. So um, great feedback, guys. Thanks for jumping in on that. And we do have a pretty active youth ministry music program, right? Community. So you've been working with a lot of the kids from the ministry here do a lot of music, right? We've mm -hmm. got, um, well, right now we're doing the P-dubs. You guys had one last night. Yeah. Looked like it was awesome, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then you've got, wow, what other groups you got? Ascent 101. Mm -hmm. There's the 430 Mass, right? What, yeah. what else do you have going on now? Like what other groups are in motion now? Oh, then there's the fiat too, but um, right, right. But uh, I think uh, that's the important thing is to empower people, and then to give them a platform. So like even just the opportunity to play for mass, and uh, you know, rise to the occasion. You know, kind of. I mean, ha doing the, you know, having. Um, I would tell people sometimes like we're we're gonna we're gonna throw throw these guys in water and see if they float, but they're doing awesome. I'm so proud of you guys. <laughs> Music has been really really awesome, and I can't wait for to to start doing that with all of you guys again. So it'll be good. Yeah, it's gonna be so good to get people back together. You know, it's gonna be awesome. Yep. But aside from music, you do a lot of other things too. I mean, you you ran an Iron Man. Mm -hmm. You know, so. You're really into fitness. Where where does that fit in with all this? Is that kind of like a nice break away? Does it kind of flow into music? How, well, how and why? I, I guess it did kind of come out of music just because sitting at the piano for so long in senior year of high school, I just needed to, my back started hurting, so I needed to run. And then I never stopped running ever since. Um, but uh, I never really did serious sports or anything, um, you know, uh, earlier on, so I kind of had a, a little bit of catch-up to do. So actually, after maybe senior year of college is when I really started running seriously. Um, but yeah, I do intramurals at, at Steubenville, and oh, I, I loved, especially like Ultimate Frisbee. Ultimate Frisbee! That was one of my favorites. Where's Nicole? Nicole's running around <laughs> here, too. She, she's over here. Yeah, come say hi. Nicole's going to come over here and say hi. We're talking Ultimate Frisbee here. And we just had a conversation where we were talking about how I'm gonna sit down for this one. we have had a hard time getting Ultimate Frisbee to catch up up here. Uh -huh. I'm from the South Towns. We would play Ultimate Frisbee all the time. Okay. And there was times when we would go to Steubenville and everyone was playing Ultimate Frisbee. It was like, our people, you know, <laughs> we on the Cove Crest and people like are playing Ultimate Frisbee. I tried to bring it here. Okay. No go. North I, Towners don't play Ultimate they, they do not play ultimate. <laughs> it's a frisbee. serious sport. It can be like super athletic. Like, it can be, yeah. <laughs> I believe you. It's just North Towners don't play ultimate frisbee. Hmm. Now, I'm, I'm repeating myself here because I said this in a previous uh, coffee talk. I think it was with your brother, with Father Paul. Okay. And I, I tried bringing ultimate frisbee here. Yep. And I even got a group together to play. We, we went outside explain the rules i'm like let's just let's just do it you know let's just get into it we played for maybe 10 minutes 15 minutes and they started sitting in the grass and they said adam this is stupid i'm like what what are we, what's going on we want to do something else we ended up going for chicken wings i was but, there for that it was actually pretty funny huh. and then the word the funny thing is middle school like sports night is called ultimate 
I disappointed Father Paul because he thought that was ultimate frisbee. It's not ultimate frisbee. Hmm. It's just throwing things and eating food. Father Paul is watching right now. He says, ultimate frisbee! <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, um, yeah, ultimate. I know y'all love ultimate. I'm not an yeah. ultimate frisbee fan. This, this summer, we got to play. We, I'm let, down. Let's, let's get some people together. We're, we're going to reattempt ultimate frisbee. Father Paul, I know you're in. We already have. We played actually at a retreat, at a high school retreat. We played it. No, Fricket. We played Fricket. Fricket. Right. That was Frickit. fun. Fricket's awesome. I love Fricket. That was. It's have, just so much direction changing. Have you played Fricket? I'll have to ask about that sometime. I don't know. It, it's very similar to Ultimate Frisbee. Same kind of mechanics as Ultimate Frisbee, but okay. um, the field of play changes back and forth. So you can you can score on both goals. You can score on your own goal if you pass the halfway point. When you pass the halfway point, then you can go either direction. Okay. So yeah, it, it makes it really interesting. You have to knock over a cone with it as opposed to doing a goal. So yeah. you have to defend a, a cone and hit the cone. Yeah. It's super it's fun. fun. It's I liked it, that one. I don't like like ultimate, but that was fun. Yeah. It's true. It gets a little confusing with people running around and you're trying to change direction. You're like, oh, we should go. So you make it happen. We're, we're getting people interested here. I mean, Mary Florence, it says, not fair. We should try it again. I'd be all for it. Kristen's like, I'd be for it. There we go. Okay, maybe the tides have changed. But when I was younger, <laughs> yeah, I don't remember how old, how old I was for that day, but most North Towners didn't play it. It was, it was early when I was here, so you were probably like 19. Was I 19, 18, 19? Yeah, I was probably 18, because I graduated high school at 17. Yeah, that's probably right. Hmm. That is probably right. So, like, I was right on that stage where, like, I was still a teen, but, like, not really. You're too cool for school. Like, oh, Adam. Okay, I was not. I just didn't, like, also. No, nobody did. (laughs) Okay. We got a good question for you here, Mike. Uh, This is from Teresa. She asks, Michael, can you tell us about walking the Camino? About walking the Camino? Yes. That was Paul's idea. (laughs) But I joined, and that was awesome. Um, and miserable. It's like the best of awesomeness and the best of miserableness. Um, yeah, but we were able to tie it in. Like, I just come off of a study abroad in Austria. And so um, at that point, you know, after a whole semester, you're really starting to get a little homesick. So um, stretching the whole summer, it's awesome, but it's also hard to be away from home. Um, but yeah, uh, got to see some amazing places. Like, Met Paul after the semester, we were able to meet up in Poland, and then we, I think we flew into France, and then he really wanted to see where Saint John Vianney was, so we got to see his basilica there. Mm-hmm. From there, took a train, which was difficult to do because the trains were on strike, and so you really got to find a roundabout way. And it only took us maybe 20 miles from Lourdes. So finally, found a bus anyway. Um, made it to Lourdes and bookended the Camino. So started at Lourdes, Camino. Fatima. It's like the best combination. Whoa. Because, you know, by the time you make it to Santiago, you see the big golden statue. Um, but you see the basilica, which is great. And the big thurible, which swings from side to side. Super cool. But ending it with going to Fatima there was perfect. Because that's, that's just such a place of peace. It's like the most Catholic thing. And there was like Eucharistic adoration just, there. I'm just and it's huge. I like that place a lot. With a power summer. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, you talk about like the <laughs> yeah. Catholic And then World dream. Youth Day right after, so. Seriously. It's loaded. The Catholic loaded. dream yeah. right there. It took, like, the next two years just to kind of finally, like, okay, what, what happened? <laughs> what did we do? <laughs> yeah, I, I highly hope. recommend it, but it'll take you a little while to, like, <laughs> process it. Process all that. Lots of good stuff. You saw the Pope. You know, you saw some, like, Mary miracle places. Walked yeah. to Camino. I don't know. That's so Catholic. Like, it's very Catholic. Like, That's awesome. Hmm. Well, very cool. Very cool. So in the midst of all of this, you've had a really cool idea brewing with Preach Christ. Hmm. Right? Um, Super excited to... Yeah. Can you yeah. can you share a little bit about that? Because I don't even know like the nexus or like the full idea behind it, but I know it's something that, that you're working on. All right. Well, what's the, what's the scoop? There? I'll give you a little context then. It kind of flows out of what we talked about before sure like um like 
around like senior year of college even you know part of the part of the story comes is that uh i really started getting into the running actually kind of going back to this i just started getting really good at running it's like i could just start running forever and so i would go back and play intramurals like ultimate frisbee and i would just keep running up and down that that field and i just there's no reason to stop i just like push so hard well i pushed a little bit too hard uh there's this one catch where um I was trying to make, to get a block and I just did this huge jump, but then uh, with cleats on, I landed on the one leg and twisted and the next area I hear is pop. And, um, and I had never experienced that before. And so I didn't exactly know what it was, but it just started swelling really bad. And, and then I couldn't really walk after that. Um, but um, uh, after like three days or so, the swelling went down and then tried to do some ultimate again, but that wasn't good. So I let it recover a little bit after that still didn't know it was torn at that point and so um it was starting to feel better and so i, I did the uh the 5k at at the, at the college there i actually won it i won i won the 5k i mean it wasn't the fastest time it was it was 21 minutes but i, I was actually i was racing against some of the the girls team cross country there so i was like i was a little bit proud um but uh i won that one on a torn acl and then I tried to get back into ultimate again, and I, I knew there was something wrong <laughs> because I couldn't cut and turn like like I needed to. Mm. And so, um, yeah, that was a little bit of a darker time for me, um, you know, because you know, senior year, you're overwhelmed with your assignments, a thesis, um, even being student head of music, responsibility there. But uh, two days before Christmas, I was able to get the whole thing, uh, my left ACL completely reconstructed. So they took. Um, piece of the hamstring here and drilled into the knee and, and replaced it there. Um, it gave me the option actually not to be under anesthesia, oh. um, or at least a general anesthesia. So maybe next time. <laughs> I gotta believe there's no next time, but I might try that next time. I was looking at YouTube videos and they'll like take a hammer and go like, poof, poof. It's like, what are they doing? No Wait. wonder it hurts afterwards. You um, were under anesthesia one time. I was, I okay, was. All right. But next time, I don't know. I might man it up ah. like St. Ignatius. Um, oh. but yeah, but, <laughs> but in a day and a half, I, I got to play, um, I was back at home and I, I played the piano for, um, uh, Christmas Eve. And so, um, it hurt real bad, but I still was able to play piano. Well, anyway, I went back to, uh, to Stubie and I still, I just had the one semester left. Um, and as soon as I could, um, like I was working with the athletic rehab, rehabilitation, you know, I would, I would. I would either drive myself or have someone drive me. There's one time, uh, well, and I, I, God bless that trainer. She she helped me so much because um, she helped me get the motion back into my knee. And then um, as soon as I could, I started running, um, even if it was simple. And I pushed like whatever she allowed me to, I would do. <laughs> and I kind of push her a little bit, ask, can I do this yet? She'd be like, okay. And so if I was on the bike, on the fan bike, that thing was roaring there. <laughs> no one would have been able to hear a thing. <laughs> And so, yeah, like six months after, after that complete re re reconstruction from having to go back to learn to walk again, actually, um, I ran my first half Ironman. So um, that was that was really something. So if there's if there's one thing you can learn is that you know sometimes we're in, when we're in these places of darkness, you know, um, you know, sometimes you, in faith just keep keep moving forward because God isn't. Where, where you need to be is kind of sometimes on the other side of the difficulty. So mm. to attack it, you know, and to, to trust in God's grace. So maybe that's the one lesson you can learn from there. But that's in that whole context is kind of where the preach Christ ideas started forming. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have the T-shirt on right now. But the idea is, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, we just want to like share our faith but it's really hard to break the ice you know just to get started mm. so even with a t-shirt with just the simple white but the black lettering preach christ and then whatever is on the back it breaks that ice and so by the time you start talking to someone you're already deep um let me see if i can pull up the one scripture passage Ooh. <laughs> oh man almost went down Sorry, we got a little play here. So this is Mark 6, chapter 7 on. 
And he called to him the twelve and began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over the unclean spirits. He charged them to take nothing for their journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money in their belts, but to wear sandals and not put on two tunics. And he said to them, where you enter a house, stay there until you leave the place. And if any place will not receive you and they refuse to hear you, when you leave, shake off the dust that is on your feet for testimony against them. So they went out and preached that men should repent. And they cast out many demons and anointed with oil many that were sick and healed them. So that's kind of like the, the founding cornerstone passage for this whole thing mm. is Jesus sending out the either the 12 or if you look at Luke, it's 70 some to prepare the way for Christ. Yeah. So what's the next steps with it? What do you want to do? I wanted to do it myself before I kind of invited other people into it. And so it's, it was, it's been a three-year project, um, but it's really entering into the kerygma of the faith, which is like the central core message, the incarnation of Christ, the crucifixion, and then his resurrection. Because, you know, if, if you don't have that, then the rest really doesn't make sense. Whereas if, if, you're, if you're grounded in that, Everything else, you know, it, it's like it's like the framework um, where you can really, really build, you know, build your faith on that. Um, and so every single year has one of those themes. And so, I mean, it's a super simple thing. But for me, like, every, you know, during the year, I would just be reflecting on the incarnation the whole time. And uh, so I wrote a song called Incarnate. And then I had a so talk. Good. Um like a little reflection that I prepared and put on YouTube, kind of at least some of the thoughts I had come up with in reflecting that on that after a whole year. And, uh, and so I know that for me, it's been super transformative um, to do that. But really to it, like, what would your life look like if you gave God everything? Um, you know? Um, and, you know, for three years to be able to see you know, where God has taken me in that. Super, super cool to look back and see. What a quote. Didn't you just write what? one of the other songs? Glory Count, right? Yeah. So that's Glor the third one, right? Yeah, just wrote that maybe two weeks ago, so. It's good, it's good. I think it's, the, the founding, the, the grounding is all done, the, at least mm -hmm. those videos. Because mm -hmm. there was, yes, those three themes, but then also like how to pray with scripture. Yeah. How to give a witness, you know? St. Peter, first, uh, first Peter 3.15 says, Always be prepared to give an explanation to anyone who asks you for a reason for your hope. You know? I remember um, there's this one time I was just wearing my shirt. I was in a dentist office, and this one, this one nice man just starts talking to me. My grandson was just baptized. How often do you hear a conversation start like that? How often? <laughs> Not often. I didn't even ask for it. I mean, the T-shirt asked for it, but it does the work for you. It was amazing. And so we just had this awesome conversation. Um, uh, and then another time, uh, 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 I learned how to screen print. So, you know, you, you have the silk screen, you put it on a frame, and then um, uh, you, you expose your film and your, your tra transparency on there. So you're able to, like, print your own T-shirts. Um, and so you just bleed your ink through there. And so I can pump them out right now with all these different, either Preach Christ or the, the back background logos on them. But uh, I, I did my bike shirt with one of these. And uh, on one of my rides that I did from Olean to Binghamton, um, three hours through the, through the ride, I just stopped at this gas station. And um, it's been the second time that I've stopped through and done that. And uh, the last time I went, they were, there, there was a little bit of a buzz. Because the the pastor's wife of the area was there, and uh, they just started like asking all these different questions. What are you doing? Are you just like preaching Christ and just like going out and just like going? I was yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. They said you're like Philip, you know, jumping on a chariot and then and then going. My one okay, actually, the reason I chose Mark as opposed to not Luke for that Browning passage is that Jesus says, okay, you can take a staff. Well, when I take my bike, that's my staff. <laughs> it's like my walking stick, glorified walking stick. 
Anytime so. you wear a t-shirt that says anything, <laughs> like we, we like wear our youth group t-shirts, oh, watch out, you're targeted. I went to the, <laughs> so I, I kind of wear the t-shirt whenever, but um, on the trip I did out west, you know, going to the Grand Canyon area, I remember we stopped at McDonald's and my family was there too. And this, it turns out there's this one pastor there and he had his youth group right behind him. He just taps on my shoulder on, on the back and he just, and he just points to me and says like, here's the group, preach. Okay, I was not ready for that. <laughs> okay, I was not ready to be like this preaching ju jukebox. Um, but next time, next time I'll be like, okay, I think I can do this. Um, preaching jukebox, I love it. That's such a good... I mean, they're, they're, okay, I guess the cultural experience of Christianity is a little different south or west than it is in New York. We'll yeah. put it that way. I wasn't ready for that. Um, but actually at the Grand Canyon, um, you know, it's a two-day trip. If you want to go see the river, that's what you usually hear. If you want to hike down to the bottom and actually like touch the water, well, you got to take your camping gear and be ready to camp the night and then walk back up. Well, it, turned, it was 14 miles and it's mile descent down and then it's mile ascent. I did it in five hours. I was, I was really proud. But I, I wore my Preach Christ shirt and there are people along the way and it's talk, and they're, they started sharing with their like different missionary experiences. Super cool. It was great. Oh, man, awesome. But you know, we can do this and we're Catholic, you know? Fullness of, you know? It's, it's super cool being Catholic. Yeah. Man. Sometimes it surprises little people. They're like, Wait, you're Catholic? <laughs> I love right. it. Yeah, Catholics don't do that. Are you kidding me? Right? You guys don't they even do. go to church. What are they? Do you guys even like read the Bible? Yeah. <laughs> Catholics know the Bible. It's just we don't always know where it is, but that's true. It's somewhere in here. It's somewhere. Whatever in you're the looking Bible. for. Well, I mean, every week when you're going to mass, I mean, you're, you're hearing the scripture. You know, yeah. different different parts of it. You're going through Old Testament. You're going through the Psalms. You're going Gospels, mm -hmm. New Testament, depending on the time of the year. And you know the stories, you know. I mean, when people are like, oh, remember that time Jesus was like preaching on the mount? And you're like, yeah, yeah, I know. Where is it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually so true. <laughs> you know the stories, and you're like, hey. It's like we know Moses, we know Noah, I mean, we, we know St. Paul. Like, we, we know these guys, you know. Um, and so we have a relationship with Scripture. What's important, though, is for us to know and to be able to be familiar with the book, to be able to pick it up, to have a relationship with the Word. You know, it, mm -hmm. it is important to do that. Yeah. Um, but but we do sell ourselves short, and we let other people sell us short too. Saying like, "Oh, you guys don't know anything about the Bible," and you're like, "I guess you're right." You know, it's like, no, you do have, have some confidence in that. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, a big part of this is, um, you know what does Christ mean in the first place? Because we're all Christians, right? But, but Christ, you know, means anointed, you know? Jesus is, you know, the son of God, but he's, there's a whole theology of anointing, which I go in one of the, the videos. But we're also anointed, like we get to, we're beloved sons and daughters of the Father. What does that even mean? And so like, for three years, to completely root your identity in what it means to be, Christian, you know, Christian like little Christ. It's yeah. So yeah. Mm. I like that. Yeah, I got a random question here from Mary Florence. Great question. Have there ever been any Marian apparitions in the U.S.? There have. Um, yes. uh, I always get confused between the two because there's one that was in Ohio and then another one that was more in the Missouri area. I want to say the one in the Missouri area was more like a warning about a fire that was going to happen than it happened and some of the people that stayed in the church were saved. Uh, then the one in Ohio, uh, I think, is the one that's associated with Our Lady of America, which isn't, which I've been trying to dig in and, um, and research about it. There isn't, isn't too much material at the moment, um, partly because uh, not everything has come to fruition yet. Um, but, you know, our Lady appears to a nun. Um, but what that message boils down to, and it's super beautiful, but she calls um, everyone in America you know, the, to 
purity. And she says that if we respond, um, America will be a beacon of purity to the world. And I mean, that's a little bit that I remember offhand, but like, that's that's an awesome message. When did that happen? Is that recent or is that like furious or shit? Let us know. Let us know. You have the power of Google. And actually, Father Paul's on here too. I bet you can. All right, Father Paul. Google it. Let us know. Let us know. We'll have to piece this one together. Yeah. Okay, cool. I know she appeared in like Japan. Akita. I don't know why I remember that, but like. I want to go to Kabeho, which is in Rwanda in Africa. Oh, yeah? Did she go there too? I want to go there someday. Well, our lady did. The lady's just like everywhere. She's like, hey. Well, there's the Immaculate Illibigiza. Do you know her? There was the Rwanda genocide, and she she survived it by being in this little tiny bathroom along with seven other people. Um, and they put the the, the uh, closet cabinet in front of the door so they wouldn't be able to enter. There's some crazy, scary stories. Lots of people die. But... Um, uh, when she was a little girl, she would actually act out the Fatima story with some of her friends, hoping that Our Lady would appear. Um, well, Our Lady didn't appear to her, but um, a little after that, um, in Cabejo, Our Lady did appear to um, a girl. And um, I don't remember her complete story offhand, but it's super cool and I want to go there someday. We'll see. I just want like to see African one trip. place. I want to go to one place where... 2023... 20, Fatima World Youth Day. World Youth Day. 2023 now. They moved back yeah. here. They moved it back. I found that out live on Coffee Talk. Julianne told me on Coffee Talk through the chat. She said, Didn't you know I was moved back here? I'm like, Ooh, no. One extra year to Kristen. get ready for the Fatima musical. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> yeah, we'll light it up. I will. If I actually get because if we can time it right before World Youth Day, there might be a little bit of interest by that point. So, there's the Fatima music. There is a Fatima movie coming out. There is, yeah, I knew that. Sometime. It was. I think it I was supposed know. to come out soon, but I think they're delaying it because of no one being able to go to a movie theater. Yeah. Super, is it a, is it a recap of the events, or is this something that is like like it's a brand new school? movie? Wait, well, I mean, like, is it the story of the kids and the apparitions, or is it like it seems hey, here's one. the lead up? I don't know. I just saw it. I was like, oh, oh, it's supposed to I come out. I haven't seen anything on it. So I don't know. I don't it was know. supposed to come out, I think, May, like soon, but they're postponing it because of everything happening. Hmm. Unfortunately. No Disney it Plus for them. It was Kristen. It was Kristen. Ah, ha, ha. Disney Plus. Mm. I had Disney it's going to be on Disney now. Plus? I don't know. It would be amazing. Bad on Disney Plus? I don't think <laughs> I don't think Disney Plus would take it. No, no, movie. no, they wouldn't. Uh, they can hold on to huh. They're Marvel movies. <laughs> they don't have all of them on there. I'm so mad. Okay. Julian says it was supposed to come out earlier this month. So, how about that? Uh, Going to have to wait. Patience. Patience. It's so trying. So, we yes. are... <laughs> we're getting a little, little to the end here for Coffee Talk. Um, so, what do you think, Mike? You want to play a song? Yeah, I do. Let's play a song. I'd love to. Yeah, let's do it. We're going to play a song. Well, Mike's going to play a song. I'm just going to follow along on... On the cajon, which is cajon. super stoked. You don't have to go away. You can just hang can out right sit there. over there? I'll take your seat. Sure. My instrument's not very portable. I'm not. Can we just play the instrumental one first and see sure. how it goes? Sure. Yeah, okay. Let's just let's go warm up. Where are we?
right, now a singing one. Oh, okay. it's a good singing one. What is that smacky thing you do? Hit the harmonics. Yeah, that. I see your brother do it too. I'm like, what is that? It's a smacky <laughs> thing. It reminds me of, have you ever seen the movie August Rush? <gasps> Okay. I, oh, tell me you know it. I, I do oh, a little let's see. bit. Come on, come on. Okay, but I need to retune the guitar, so uh, yeah, I haven't done it in a while. Let's, let's play the song you were thinking, and then maybe... And then I'll destroy the, the tuning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about... Mm, okay. How about the wow, song... the light bulb just went off. The light's turned on. No, they're on a timer, I think. Okay, so I haven't had the, like, uh, during the Fiat Scots have played two of the songs so far, Incarnate and then Glorified, but I haven't really been able to do the Crucified, so maybe we can do that one? Yeah, let's do it. That's cool. Um. Jesus, by the cross, Ransom for my life in the grave. Jesus, you gave it all. Jesus, forgive my faults. Take it all, take it all away from me. Take it all, save me for eternity. Cause your love your love it washes over me because your love because your love you bled and died for me oh jesus oh jesus your broken body hangs oh jesus oh jesus we're here and give August Rush, huh? Let's. Oh, you gotta tune the guitar. I don't even know that one. It's, there's a story about a kid. He's just a musical prodigy. And he does um, just these awesome guitar pieces. This movie is, the, the story's it's good. It's good. It's worth watching. Um, but the music is beautiful. Totally worth it. Alright, sounds good. I have five seconds, I'll do that. There you go. Maybe after school's done. There we go. It's it's not even dad gad, it's something super weird. Dad gad? Dad gad is where you have D-A-D-G-A-D. -D -D. But this is different. This is like D-A-D-E something. So you gotta play it like this, you see. And then you, I don't know, you gotta like hit the, I'll just try it, it's gonna be awful. practice that one a little bit. That's <laughs> nice. Well, hey, thanks for just kicking it over a cup and hanging out. Thanks for Thanks for letting me crash. Oh, thanks for crashing. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Air five. Air five. <laughs> um, so guys, thank you for tuning in today and uh, thanks for jumping into the conversation. We will see you tomorrow and tomorrow we have a model coming in, our awesome sacristan. Uh, he's going to be joining huh, he's us. Actually, he's Sacristan extraordinaire. Let's just he, he hold like, on. <laughs> let's say he does the job of four people at the same time. Literally at the same it. time. Like, <laughs> well, I say this because he's an employee, so he'll be in here as opposed to like bringing in guest speakers. Oh, like, well, yeah. But, I mean, Amano does a lot. So, yeah, he does mm -hmm. a lot. But a part of his employeeness is the tech stuff. Yeah. So he yeah, just does a hundred things. It's here. all baked into the cake. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, because there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes, even for a mask. Yeah. All you see is a nice view, but there's a lot that... You don't realize that someone's sitting behind the scenes, clicking everything, moving everything. Make... There's a lot going on. There's a lot of stuff that happens. A lot of stuff that happens. You got the camera people, you got mono people, you got... Amano people, because he's like five people, so it's fine. <laughs> Hashtag awesome team. Let's talk about Fiat. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, anyways, guys, thanks a lot for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow. And, or tonight, um, if you want to come to Edge. Yeah, tune in to Edge, too. Yeah. Why not? There's a lot of good stuff happening with that. Uh, and throughout the day, Sarah is on TakeOver today on her account. So, take a look at our Instagram story and you'll see sarah all over it sarah dorzanski instagram takeover yeah she's blowing it up which is awesome and tomorrow michelle dandria is taking over which is gonna be great youth or young adult you see like i would have never even thought of something like that these these guys are awesome (laughs) maria bargnes actually brought that up she sent me a video on it she's like can we do this i was like yeah let's do it (laughs) so cool yeah it's totally cool huh trying to get the people involved i might actually have to get an instagram now I have it, but it's like, I don't know how to use it. Oh. I, I'm the YouTube generation. <laughs> I know how to do YouTube. <laughs> yeah, everything's Instagram. Charlie bit me. <laughs> An avocado, thanks. <laughs> hey, Mike, you want to close us in prayer? Sure. Thank you. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. We pray, come Holy Spirit. God, help us to realize to its fullness what it means to be your beloved sons and daughters. We pray that we may grow um, ever deeper um, and ever high in relationship with you. We pray for your blessings. We pray for your charisms too, God. Um, Give us the gifts that only you can give us um, to spread your kingdom. And we ask this all through Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Awesome, guys. Thanks a lot. We will see you later. Yeah. Bye. Okay. Here's one Thanks, everyone. That's for you, Lauren. Stop it. Cash me outside. Cash me outside. How about that?